This episode is brought to you by Funnables. Funnables aren't just fruit snacks. Every bite your child takes is fueled to spark their imagination, taking them from a wild unicorn space mission to a deep sea dive into a rainbow river. Funnables are made with 7.1% real fruit puree and are an excellent source of vitamins A, C, and E. So anytime, any place, make snack time playtime with Funnables fruit snacks. Have fun. Eat it too. Visit FunnablesNacks.com to shop now. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Worlds Collide back again. We made it another week, and we've got something new. Uh, hopefully, by the time on post-editing that you're hearing this, I was able to add in a cool sound effect or something. <laughs> but this is the top three. One, not, two, three. Top three, top three, top three, top three, top three. <laughs> That's what happens. Yep, we've got a new segment, and you're going to start, you know, we've done the, this is your card. We've done, you know, After Dark. But this is going to be something new. We're going to try the top three. We're going to def- and the reason why we're not doing top five or top ten, because you got to get the one, two, three, two, three. to win That's in this right. business, Daddy. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. the only way the title changes hands. <laughs> I had to get the Daddy in there because it That's always right. cracked me up in the '80s when people say that, especially Bill Dundee with his That's Australian right. accent in the '80s, like <laughs> little, Kim old Daddy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So today we're going to do the top three best signatures. And for me, this is from, I've got two characteristics that I'm going to put in this. I'm not saying the best as far as like, well, Hulk Hogan is better than Randy Orton. That's not what we're discussing. For me, and Tony, you can lay your groundwork for your choices. Mm -hmm. But it was the consistency of the autos. So every single time you see the autograph from 20 years ago to now, what it looks like on a sticker, what it looks like on card, the consistency of how it looks, and then the style and the flair, meaning when, when I see an autograph, it's not just a, you know, I'll pick on Dean Ambrose. It's not just a DA. Mm-hmm. It's it's maybe, you know, if they did something like RVD where he kind of puts a little bit of an artistic flair to it. Or mm-hmm. when you see some of these other people that like, it almost, you can't tell who the signature is, but you know who it is based on the style. Like Correct. if that makes sense. So yeah. uh, what are your characteristics from the, uh, the, kind of come to mind when you're thinking who has the top three signatures i mean those are obvious clear choices of of what i would look at for to be considered as part of my top three obviously you know um things that are aesthetically pleasing to me from the eyes like that uh things that are identifiable like i could look at somebody go that's man that guy is just like i always know that's just how they sign or how she signs um yeah all those reasons uh it just their style it's very unique to them um, you know, I, I have I have my list. You have your list, kind of thing, and I and we have our reasons why we like these ones. And again, these are not like this is not based on values, not based on things like that. This is based on just what looks the nicest to us. Mm-hmm. This and is our top three. And it's and I don't know about you, but I did not put mine in any order either. It's just like no. my favorite three that came to mind. I'll start with an honorable mention, and that is 
all Japanese autographs because of the <laughs> style. Like I just look at it. I don't even know who the wrestler is. I can't read it half the time. And I'm like, man, as you said, aesthetically pleasing. These autographs are amazing. And half the time they're in like kanji or they do like a like inscription in English, but the rest of it's in you know their name in Japanese. Like it's just all different kinds. It's, of it's across the it's across the board too on, on yeah. this too. It's across the board and like uh, for both male and female, yes. uh, they seem. To, I don't know what it is about that. It, it's a cultural thing, maybe. Um, I don't know, but you're right. There's all uh, the Japanese uh, wrestlers and some of those uh, Japanese wrestling cars that come out. It just seems like they just take their time with all this stuff. And that's another thing that's going to be an ongoing theme for us is like yeah. having people taking their times and knocking things out. Cause I mean, I've got stories about that as well. Having sit, sat down with so much talent, uh, signing things for companies. It's been weird. So. Yeah. And that's something actually we'll talk about after the top three that will mm -hmm. kind of correlate into that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I got my honorable mention. So you go ahead with your first one. Uh, my first one by far to me that's consistent throughout the years has been Brett, the Hitman heart. Uh, again, not, these are not number one, number two, number three. They're just, they're just, just three we're picking out that we find that are best. Uh, and I say Brett Hart, I'll be like, yo, I always love that he puts the dots. And some people surprisingly don't understand what the dots represent. Mm -hmm. The dots represent, the four dots represent his four kids. So it's uh, it's why it's on his tights, on his boots. You always see four hearts, four dots. Something that has four, it's all represents his kids. Uh, but Bret Hart has always been very consistent. Uh, he's signed a ton over the years. He's super fan friendly. Uh, very much into uh fans love him they come out to him all the time that guy consistently hits the same markets over and over and over again still draws incredible lines still takes his time with every single signature he puts on out whether it be on cards figures paper books whatever it's the same and it's just it's awesome you always know a bret hart signature yep the second, like you, there's no question who it is yep and that he was he actually kind of like just missed my list i i had to dwindle it down to not even necessarily a fandom perspective but just name talent aside focusing and and rarity of course focusing on the actual signature and how yep. what i think it looks like and brett, brett was up there but i i passed by this next guy the undertaker yeah. and you know if you want to go back to his old school days where he put the little devil tail on on a lot of the oh yeah or if you want to look to the more modern stuff where it truly is i think his signature truly is a work of art like I can't even tell that it says Undertaker, but when I see it, I'm like, that's the Undertaker. And man, does it look cool. Like, it's just his signature has become an official piece of art. I don't care if it's sticker, on card, doesn't matter. But you got the, you know, he did change the autograph over time. And I think both times it's it's been really cool. So, yeah. Well, speaking of your, uh, you're talking about changing autographs over time. I'm sure, I don't know if you ever heard the story about an actor who purposely changes autograph. So that he knew what era autographs that makes came sense. From. Yep. Uh, um, Will Smith. Yep. Will Smith would sign his stuff. Uh, in the beginning, he always like there was like a decade where he'd sign like Fresh Prince. There was a decade where he would sign, you know, just Will Smith. There's a decade he signed. So he always knew what decade these autographs came from based on what he saw, like on eBay mm -hmm. or whatever kind of thing. So I always thought that was kind of cool. But Undertaker, no question. I mean, it's the best doctor signature I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, that's a good way to put it. Doctor signature. <laughs> Uh, right, you're up for, next. Uh, for me, uh, I got Bruno San Martino. Uh, I've Great always one. liked Bruno's. Uh, again, it's just the name that I see it. I recognize it immediately. Uh, there's always, not only does he have like a very unique looking signature to me that's very specific to him and stands out and you know it's really him. He always took the time 
to place it someplace on either your photo. I mean, obviously, if you're talking about a card, there's one place he has to sign it. You know, it's a sticker, it's one place to sign mm -hmm. it. But even talking about like on an action figure or in a book or on an 8x10, he was very uh, conscious of like, I'm not going to sign across my face or across my chest. Or, right. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some that were done that way. But for the most part, you know, he would take the time to like put it off to the side so it didn't obstruct from the actual image of him, you know, whether it be with a title belt or something, right. an action shot. Um, it just stood out. It's just very, it, it's not, it's not, no, it's not, there's no BS for Bruno San Martino. It's just Bruno San Martino. And it's you can just, actually read it too. You can read it. It's like, I yeah. could, I could, I can almost pinpoint every single letter in it, almost, you know, but as he got older, the signature got a little bit. You know, less uh, pretty. I would say it's still. You can still split tell out. though that that goes it's, back to what you said. Is you could look at it and you could say, well, maybe this doesn't look like you know. You, you already know it's Bruno because of how it looks, but it exactly. might not be what it looked like twenty years ago. But you still know what it is. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as clean, but it, you know, maybe a little shaky in the B and the S and so yeah. Uh, but it, it still was Bruno's name. It was just Bruno, and it just it, it flowed to me. It's like so. It's just to me, it's a legendary signature. Hundred percent agree. And uh, that you know, not signing across your face—that that actually we'll talk about that in a minute yeah. when we compare some of the older autographs with the newer talent. My next one was Sting, and I know it's a basic signature Sting. It's a really short thing, but again, it's a consistency. Has a little bit of flair with the looping that he yeah. puts on that the S's and the G's sometimes. And I've always like he—he's actually from what I've seen, he'll just sign wherever. Like he—he'll sign across him, which is yeah. you know for the veterans is a little bit different, but. Sting's autograph is always consistent no matter where I see it. It, it varies a little bit occasionally, but uh, it's got enough flair. It's got enough consistency. That's why I put it on there. Yeah. So um, our, our my last one is also when we both share. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so it, I don't so know so if it so means so it's the best for last or what, but. Well, but an honorable mention I want to throw in here. I don't know if you have one. You want to put an honorable mention. Well, you did. You're Japanese. Japanese, my, yep. My honorable mention is going to be Jake the Snake as well. Uh, just because I've, especially... Not so much nowadays. Well, maybe it's not true because I did have him sign recently that Wrestling All-Stars and he still likes to put that, that snake looking in, yep. the, in the S name, so yeah, which I always thought was very very fitting and nice. So yeah, that he didn't just, you know, dial it in and just, like, just put a regular S like that. He always took the time. And it just I don't know if it's even taking the time. Maybe he's so conditioned, some of these guys with their signatures, why they're so consistent is because they're just like, this is what I do. It's how I've done it all. Why change it up? Like anything else, yeah. it takes maybe it takes longer. I don't know. Uh, but Jake the Snake is a is an honorable mention for me on that one as well. But uh, one that we both share uh, that I think a lot of people like is Jerry the King Lawler. Yep. There's just something about. I mean, one maybe it's a lot about being an artist. Um, I think so. Which you know kind of plays into my Loomis one too. I mean, Loomis is very unique in itself because he also is an artist. But, uh, you know, Jerry King Lawler, with the career he's had, 50 years in the business plus, and um, that signature just hasn't changed ever. Uh, and it's always so fluid, so beautiful. 100% can read every letter in the name in a beautiful-looking signature. It's just you always know you're getting a Jerry King Lawler uh, autograph. It's just a beautiful signature. Yep. No matter if it's on an All-Stars card or a modern Panini sticker release, like it's just been consistent across the board. And um, he he seems to sign for anybody, anywhere. Like I, I know he I think he does some TTM stuff still. And obviously he's signing at conventions or at matches. And 
the fact that this is kind of where I want to transition here because we had the same thing for the last one. Let's talk about the veterans and how they sign because if you take a minute outside of maybe the Japanese wrestlers, everybody we mentioned is a veteran. And yeah. a lot of the complaints that we see are for more modern. Mm -hmm. So I'll take a second to talk about the difference in the signatures between veterans and the more modern. Now, the, the first kind of maybe argument I want to say that people may have, I don't have this because I don't think so, is, well, these modern guys, they get ushered into the room at Tops or Panini. They get, you know, a thousand cards put in front of them and they say, sign it. Like, it's almost like factory work. Mm -hmm. And so they're just trying to get through it as quick as possible. And they, they don't care. But my, my flip side to that is, well, yeah, you know what? These veterans that go to WrestleCon or any of these conventions... Mm -hmm. They've got line. I mean, you you said it yourself, Kurt Angle. People lined up around the building to yep. get his signature. He has to take time to sign with every one of those. And what is he's not just flying through it like these modern people with it put in front of them. In fact, if you look at a lot of the Panini releases, they have sticker autos from Legends that had to sit there and sign every one of these hundreds of stickers, and they still look a hundred times better than what a lot of these modern, you know, the DA, the BS, sure. or whatever. Yep. Yep. I agree. 100%. But, you know, it's not every veteran signs that way, obviously. Uh, I mean, there's a story of like, I remember years ago walking into the old RVD comic book store when it was at the Lakewood Mall, and they brought in Dusty Rhodes. And that's how I got that case of, you know, books that I mm -hmm. have signed by Dusty. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it's, you know, it's an LA market. Dusty, for whatever reason, just didn't draw well in LA. I think 25 people showed up for a signature. Oh, had, had, yeah, I mean, had had that event been like, you know, in the South, I mean, the line would have been forever. Um, but, uh, you know, he was there, and I did mention that about that TNA card. Like, why is it so common to find that, like, this, you know, DR, 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 DR? And he said, I'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not even doing an impression. I, I I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, I got Papa really Bear. excited. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Papa Bear. I'm not doing. Uh, I'm not doing impressions, man. He just said, like, you know what? I signed a, a few with my name, and I just, I got lazy. He just admitted, it. I got lazy. I got tired of it. They had me sign so many. I just got tired of it. So I just became like. Poof, poof, poof. So it's it, there's a premium price to find a full Dusty Rhodes autograph on that on, on that mm -hmm. card, but, uh, I mean, but you're right. I don't. There's also a pay scale issue as well. Um, you know, a lot of times guys think that these guys are getting paid a lot of money to sign these cards or not. When you start talking like, I'm going to give you 3,000 stickers, that's 3,000 signatures and you're getting paid like three, four bucks a signature. That's to you and me, that's like, okay, well, three, even four bucks a signature times 3,000, that's, that's good money. Uh, but it's also time consuming. Uh, you know, your hand gets cramped up. I, I, I get the discomfort. Having to sit with some talent like, I'll never forget sitting with Demolition. Uh, with Barry and Bill and and you know Barry just sitting there you know signing and signing he's being paid to sign for a time frame 90 minutes of just signing and this particular person is just throwing as much merch in front of him as possible sign sign mm -hmm. sign it's just never ending I mean uh, and I remember going there like, like Tony I can't feel my arm anymore man it's like <laughs> and so I, I get it and it's like dude it's just like it's he he's he's got axe and you've got you know smash it's not that hard i mean uh uh but it's just um i, I get that aspect of it but i i still think uh the veterans still have like this mentality of you know of uh, giving something to the fans more than maybe more modern people it does i don't know uh that was going to be my question is i feel like 
I feel like if you go to these conventions and I could be wrong, or if you see them in public or whatever, or social media, even, I feel like the veterans seem to appreciate fans more, whether it's having fun, joking around, talking about their favorite moment, what signatures, whatever it is, they seem to be a little bit more, um, attached to the fans that way as opposed to the modern it mm -hmm. seems like you know uh get away from me i gotta go do this or do that you know well it, there's a difference in that in that in that mindset as well too because I, I i had talked with talent for just a long time ago i mean even back when I, my days of working with rvd uh you know if you've never noticed he's got two different kinds of signatures for him yeah. and i have i've advised this to every client i ever work with you need to have two kinds of signatures because when you go to a convention and you meet talent to sign something for you, and I'm paying that kind of money, that that fan deserves the full signature. They deserve the Rob, Van, Dam, whether that may be a star, you know, a five and a star. Um, but when someone's bothering you at a dinner or a, sees you at the airports like that, that's why you have the RVD. Mm -hmm. Now you now you're controlling your as a talent you're controlling your value because one you've earned that right to control your value so you're going to have a paid one but so when you see your name up on on eBay you know like oh that's that at RVD one that was probably at an airport or, or someplace like that I was a freebie one because you never want to be a dick to your fans so you got to give them something so whether that be like you know a, a, a CJ uh, you know or a Chris Jericho you know you know which one you paid for kind of thing but um, I, I always tell people you have two two signatures but um, so there's difference. If I pay for it, I expect to have a full signature. But this 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 deal where uh, it's just abbreviations, and in some cases we have just squiggle lines. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's, it really is ridiculous. I mean, if you're getting paid, at least getting paid something, have some sort of decency of uh, of of a, of a signature on there when someone's you know paying money. So you got paid to sign, whether it be for pennies in the dollar or an exorbitant amount. But also the fan itself also paid to buy that product in hopes of getting something that they like, wow, I really, yep. I'm a big Velveteen Dream fan. I want to have Velveteen Dream. Uh, and then all of a sudden I get to get this line yeah. that I could have done. Um, it's it's kind of disheartening. It's like that. So, and that seems to be more the case with, with modern people too. I, I don't understand the mentality there. I, I yeah. wish I, I knew why that was, but. The only one I'll give a pass to is Vince McMahon because that's how it's always been. Not necessarily like, true either. It's, it's gotten that way. It, it's, it's, it's morphed into that over the years because you could find earlier stuff, even the stamp stuff of his actual signature, you know, as a shareholder, you know, I got that quarterly, you know, mm -hmm. booklet or the annual, uh, the annual booklet for every year. So like that, that would have his stamp signature inside of it. It, it was, it was a Vince McMahon, you know, it was squiggly, but still a V blah, 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 and then an M, blah, 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 you know, and yeah. now it's just like a, you know, like this V line kind of thing. It's what it was, but early on it changed and so most people's signatures i think over time have changed based on whatever reasons like that but people in our top three which is what this segment's about yep. um, these are consistently always good from from as far back as i can remember to what i guess got yesterday yep 100 percent agree so we put the three count on the top three best wrestling signatures once and that again. is one two three this shit is over <laughs> we got winners we got we got one two three four winners and then honorable mentions because right. you know, we had the same for the jerry the king lawler but um and again you know uh, i I'll, i would say preface but we already did that this is not talking about this is what you should invest in this is what's no, worth no, the no. most this is what you should buy sell trade no this is just from an aesthetic perspective the actual signature it, you know stuff like this i just 
don't think enough people in wrestling cards discuss the nuances of little things like this. That, yeah. You know, it's all which about is, what's it worth, what's it rare, blah, blah, blah. Well, and with this segment, which I hope becomes, um, I think our plan is to make it some sort yes. of, a, of a, a, an ongoing thing. Uh, I want to hear from other people, too, because I'm assuming that a lot of people... I've just picked some names that I think most people would agree with. Um, I'm picking names what I agree with and uh, what I think is. So I'm interested yep. in hearing what other people have to say. Like, I'm sure there's other great names. I, mean, I could have thrown Hacksaw Jim Duggan in here. You know, another legend that's always got some good signatures too. Yep. Um, you know, we, we could have picked out any number of people that uh, we thought was uh, uh, pleasing to us. You know, from an eye appeal. So I'm sure as collectors out there listening or watching this. Um, you probably have your own top three. I want to. I want to hear your guys' top three. Post things in the comments about what your top three are. Absolutely, engagement. We always preach about it. Reach out to us on social media, uh, all social platforms. Again, you can find links in the show notes wherever you're listening to this to find out where you can find us. Uh, share, you know, spread the word. Let's get a good conversations going wherever you're. Yeah. You know, whatever you want to talk about, whether it's, hey, you know, I've got questions about this autograph. Is it legitimate or not? Hey, we might not have the answers, but we could maybe get you. Maybe we direct you to the talent and they say, yeah, I signed that this this decade, but maybe not this more modern stuff. You know, there's just all kinds of ways you can engage with us. Tony, let everybody know where they can find you before we get out of here. WrestlingTradingCards.com, folks. All of our social media is found at the bottom of every single page. Click on any of them. Subscribe to anything. Follow everything. Uh, you know what's great? I always say that we always talk about subscribing, commenting, uh, you know, liking, sharing, all these different things. The beautiful thing about all that stuff, it's all free, folks. Yep. Free. Doesn't cost you a dime. Just trying to share as much as we can with as big as audience as we possibly can to educate as many as we can. So uh, do it, man. Just do it. Do and, it. And speaking of that, I'm going to take one second here before I plug my stuff and and talk about something I've been getting a lot of questions about. People send me DMs and they'll say, you know, why is the market down? Why is this card not worth this? Why is this card, you know, why are why were base card complete sets this amount and now they're, a, you know, a fraction of that? Welcome and to the economy, folks. It is economy, <laughs> but it also has to do with collector base. And the more you share, the more you talk about your collection, the more you engage with the community of what everything Tony just said, the more you do that, the more collectors we get, the more collectors we get, the more things, you know, are collected within the broad stroke mm -hmm. of wrestling cards. The more that that happens, the more the floor raises on wrestling card prices. So if you want to see your cards potentially go up in value, you've got to talk about them. I don't care what you collect. I don't care what, so, you know, if you hate us for some reason, this is your first time and you hate us, but you really like Caleb's collecting with Caleb or Card Foundation. It doesn't matter. Just continue to talk about wrestling cards, spread the word, build the community, and start your own content creation, whether that's social media, blog format, YouTube, uh, whatever it is, audio only. Just start doing something to continue to grow the pie of wrestling cards. That answers the question about, you know, potentially why some wrestling card segments might not be as expensive as you think they are or should be. That being said, you can find me on all social platforms at Sam Morning. Wrestling with Cards on YouTube, Wrestling with Cards, the podcast, of course, right here on Worlds Collide, the best wrestling card podcast in existence. I don't yeah, care you, what I, anyone else says. I think you can go out there, anybody out there, I want someone out there to go and create a podcast that does nothing but review our podcast. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> or, hey, what if there's a, what if somebody does a YouTube channel talking about autographs only? 
and they break down every wrestling autograph that they can potentially find and like nitpick it and review it and give it five stars or give it zero stars. And there you go. I, there's, you can have fun with stuff like that. So yeah. Wrestling autograph review. We just gave somebody a free business idea. Just gave you a name. There you go. There you Make go. it happen. Make it happen. Someone make it happen. Cause wrestling cards rule. We're out of here. That's right. We're out.